Spring break is fast approaching and many families plan to head to Florida's Walt Disney World. Listen to Nikki Hendricks, owner of Favorite Grampy Travels, and her father, Manny Oliveras, who you met in episode 52, talk about everything Disney, including hashtag snack list. Their tips will help your family make the most of your Disney vacation. Recently, Disney Destinations designated Favorite Grampy Travels as an authorized Disney vacation planner based on its strong support in selling Disney vacations and awarded the agency its prestigious earmarked gold status level. Congratulations, Nikki. And I'm so glad that you and your dad are here to talk about everything Disney. Let the magic begin. I am Nikki Hendricks and I'm the owner of Favorite Grampy Travels and we are a national travel agency and we focus on family vacations, but we do everything. So sometimes mom and dad want to get away themselves. So we'll do romantic vacations as well and girlfriend getaways, but our original passion, Disney World. Yeah, we love it. That's like, that's the largest part of our clientele is helping families get to Disney, have a Disney vacation and make lots of Lots of memories together. Now, Manny has been a guest before. Refresh our listeners' memory about why I interviewed you previously. Hey there, favorite Grampy here. I don't know why did you interview me. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I'm still I'm still wondering about. It. You have some awesome guests on your podcast, <laughs> and then you have me. It's like, huh? Well, I wrote a book. A uh, hundred <laughs> things I love about Grandpa, and that's out on Amazon right now, and Barnes and Noble, and pretty much. Any place you can buy a book. It's just, it's a fill-in book. So, so uh, grandkids and kids can put some prompts in there. They can just fill in some memories about grandpa, what they love about grandpa, what special things they do with grandpa, with their grandpa. Uh, so it's a nice little, little book. And when you finish it up, you can then present it to grandpa and then have a lot of good memories. I have a copy of your book and I am caring for four grandchildren uh, actually, is a total of 18 days. So thankfully, the the parents are coming back Monday. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. 18 right? days. How did they get away with that? Uh, I only got four last week. <laughs> I'm rethinking this thing. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first time, huh? <laughs> uh, this long. I've, I've watched the kids a lot, but I've never watched them for this long. And it's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, one of the things that we've done is they are filling this out for their other grandpa. I bought it for their other grandpa to give to him for, you know, whenever we get the book finished or whenever they get the book finished. But since I've had time with them, I have started them filling out this book. And it's just really cute about one of the things that my older grandson, who is nine, he and his pops like to go, or Poppy, they call him Poppy. They like to go fishing. So he has answered the prompts in the book with a lot about going fishing. And then the, the almost five-year-old, by the time this is broadcast, she will be five years old. She has been drawing some pictures and just talking about how she likes to sit in his lap and go for walks. And it's just a really, really sweet book. So I do encourage our grandparents to parents to look at the book and and buy it for their their children's grandfather because it's really sweet. Well, so, thank you. You're welcome. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's very nice. That's what it's all about. It's all about getting together and just making memories and just 
getting those warm feelings of those you know times you spend together and just reliving them. And yes. it's just 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 an awesome thing to do with your family. Oh, and the two-year-old actually on one of the extra love pages just kind of scribbled and I wrote her name and the date. So <laughs> even she's not left that's out. That's perfect. <laughs> that's, so. that's great. I mean, I would love that. <laughs> so one of the reasons I asked you to come back and to bring Nikki is that spring break is coming up. And I know a lot of families head to Disney and I thought you could give our listeners some insider tips to navigating Disney. And I was wondering, what should families do right now if they're planning to go to Disney on spring break? Well, Nikki is the expert, so she'll be able to give you lots of good (laughs) tips. We've been been coming here since before she was born. So, uh, you know, even in the womb, she was she was at Disney. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Eat, sleep, breathe Disney since I was a baby. So she has lots of tips for you. Go for it. All right. Well, first of all, spring break can last or actually starts the Disney season the second week of March and goes all the way through the week after Easter. So the first thing I'd have my clients remember is that just because not your spring break or just because it is your spring break doesn't mean it's not someone else's. Um, So spring break lasts about those five or six weeks um, and crowds can fluctuate. And honestly, spring break does have one of the highest crowd levels of the year. So you really want to be prepared. You want to be prepared for the crowds, how to optimize your time, get the most bang for your buck during that time and have the most fun. So my first suggestion uh, would be definitely to contact an experienced uh, travel agent that specializes in Disney. They know. Do you know any? I do know one. There's this one called Favorite Grampy Travels. I've heard of them. You know what? (laughs) My name is Favorite Grampy. I wonder how that came out. But go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Our travel advisors, we call them concierge travel advisors. They would help you find the perfect Disney vacation package to meet your family's travel needs because each family is different. Maybe one family wants to vacation at the deluxe level. One family has a special needs child that needs special accommodations. Um, One family has allergies, whatever it might be. Maybe one family wants to relax most of the time. One wants to be at the park, sun up to sundown. We take all that into consideration and match you up to the perfect Disney vacation package to maximize that magic. The next thing what I would do, even if you don't book with a Disney or with a, a travel agent that specializes in Disney vacations, number one, get it booked definitely get it booked. It's only $200 down. The rest is due 30 days before travel. And this is Disney's policy. And step one would be to book those park passes. Ever since COVID, Disney now requires park pass reservations to enter the park. And if you don't have those or they are sold out for your dates, there's no getting around that. So number one, once you book, make sure those park pass reservations are booked. Because you can't even get in if you, even if you have tickets, you can't get in. Without no amount of magic is going to get you in that day. Oh, wow. You definitely need to have those park passes. And this is how they control the crowd levels, how they can make sure that their staff, um, they have enough staff for the parks that day as they are still working with limited uh, staff members. Disney employs about 70,000 cast members just here in the Orlando area um, at the Walt Disney World theme parks. And to bring, not all 70,000 are back yet um, post-COVID. They're still hiring those cast members back. So they've got to be able to maximize, you know, where they can have 
have their cast members for that day. So those park passes are super important, but once you have those, you're pretty set. And the rest of it is the fun part, booking dining, looking at the park maps, watching YouTube videos, join my Facebook group. It's called Disney friends and family tips and tricks. And I do giveaways. We do news and reviews, food reviews, all kinds of good stuff. Make sure you know the latest snacks. So snacks, snacks are good. To snacks know. are very important. Yes, yes. Hashtag <laughs> snack list. As soon as you get into the group, <laughs> Search hashtag snack list. Oh, I think we've tried all the cupcakes, right? Every single cupcake. Every cupcake Disney has ever made. We have. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So yeah. So all those kinds of things we walk you through as your concierge. We are with you every single step of the way. We don't just book you and then leave you. We answer all your questions. We are there on call in case something happens while you're on vacation. Maybe there's an IT issue and all of a sudden your park passes disappear. Um, you're not alone. We are here with you. You can get back to having fun while we take care of it in the background. So it's very important, especially now post COVID. There's so much more to consider with travel. It's more complex. The policies are changing constantly, especially with Disney. You know, what's open, what's closed, which restaurants are available? What do I need to do? How much earlier do I need to get there? That kind of thing. What transportation is available? Disney got rid of Magical Express on January 1st. Um, I know that was the complimentary transportation from the airport to your Disney hotel. Ooh. That's gone. So now what do we do? What options do we have? And um, you know those options, don't you? I do know oh, those wow. options. Go figure. We actually have special relationships with different transfer companies. And again, matching you up. Maybe you want a private transfer. You know, you feel better not being in a closed vehicle with five other families. Um, maybe you want something a little nicer and you want to get a, a limo. A limo. A limo? Yeah. Or how oh. my son, the, my Ben, my five-year-old says the party bus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He likes, he wants the one with the neon lights and the um, Coca-Cola and the champagne flutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got some uh, high class there. I don't yeah. know. Some champagne <laughs> taste on Coca-Cola budget. <laughs> Hey, hey, you know, during, during spring break, you said it's busy. It is busy, yes. Okay. It's the second so, most busiest time so, of the year. But the lines can be pretty busy too. Yes, they can. So it, it doesn't have this thing called Fast Pass? No, Grampy. Oh, sorry. No, Fast Pass is gone. Yet another change That's with huge. COVID. Fast Pass is gone. So in order to maximize your time in the parks, you've got to learn all about Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lanes. That's Whoa. What I learned about. <laughs> it is. Especially if I haven't been there for a few years. Yes. Yeah. Which is a lot of, lot of uh, families coming nowadays. They haven't been since before COVID or even at all. And now they have all new app to discover and lightning lanes. And do I buy it? Do I not buy it? Do I add it now? Do I add it later? What time can I book it? All these different questions. So we are there to help every single step of the way, like I said, and Make sure, you know, is this the best thing for you? Should you get it at one park and not the other? Depends. What rides do your kids like? Have we gone through that? And that's part of our consultation sessions too, as we plan together and again, maximize the time because the more we can prepare you ahead of time, the less stress you have there on vacation. And you'll be the one zooming to the front of the line and not waiting in the back of the two hour wait for Peter Pan. And the more memories you can make. The more good memories. You'll, yes. re- you'll remember standing in line at Peter Pan for two hours. Yeah, but is that right. a memory you want? No. Although, although, you know, I asked you the other day to stand in a uh, line to get me a figment popcorn bucket and you wouldn't do that. <laughs> now, just because it's a seven hour line. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. 
I don't know if you heard about that, but popcorn buckets are huge at Walt Disney World and fans really love them and collect them. And there's one for Figment, one of my favorite characters at Epcot. But the line was, oh my gosh, it was seven hours for the first couple of days and then they sold out. I think they're going on YouTube for four or $500. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little pricey. Crazy stuff. Yeah, I only got mine for 200. Uh. (laughs) No, I didn't pay for it. He didn't buy it. And Nikki, I wanted to go back to something you said earlier about families or children with allergies. I have heard from other people that Disney is really, really good about working with families with children who have allergies. Yes, they are. Actually, I'm super proud of them for how serious they take it. Now, of course, you always need to do your own due diligence, sure, and and follow up. But our clients, when they book with us, when they hire us to do their planning, we actually have a contact with Disney where we let the restaurants where we book their dining reservations, we let them know ahead of time that our clients are coming, that they have X, Y, and Z allergies, what they can and cannot eat. And it even extends to special dietary needs for religious purposes or cultural purposes too. Like if you need halal meals or something like that, then we can let them know ahead of time so that they are prepared for you. And um, you can have the smoothest dining experience as possible. Um, But of course, we also advise our clients that when they get to the restaurant, just let them know again. And oftentimes the staff will ask no matter what, is there a dining allergy? And then they will have the chef come out to your table and actually walk you through the menu or provide you with alternatives um, so that you can enjoy dinner or lunch just like your family is and not miss out on anything. So they are trained very well to handle that, to handle all those allergies and take them very, very seriously. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is that's that provides a lot of reassurance and comfort for families who whose kids have severe food allergies. Yeah. And it's becoming more and more common. Um, And also snacks. We talk about, you know, all the cupcakes and everything like that. Disney's actually also gotten better with providing um, allergy friendly snacks around the parks and options for them, whether it's prepackaged or not. Um, so there's a lot of options for that as well. And we help our clients be able to locate that or advise them, you know, bring your favorite snacks along with you just in case you can't get to that particular location to grab that snack. But yeah, it's, it's definitely going in the right direction and Disney's doing a great job. Yeah. Cause you can bring your own snacks. Your own yeah. Food into the you could bring three pizzas if you wanted to into the park. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> It just depends on how you want to Disney, you know, do you, do you want to go to the nice restaurant and enjoy, you know, this whole thing? Or do you want to sit on the side, watch the parade and have some pizza you brought from home or Lunchables? We do Lunchables a lot and and Pringles because you can't uh, break the Pringles when they're in that hard can. So that's a good one to bring with you. We bring water. So we don't spend $3 or $4 or $5 on water. Uh, Don't bring Ojo's. We did that once. Uh, they melt the chocolate melts and they get squishy in your backpack that was grampy's idea that was my idea because i you know i like co-host and oatmeal cream pies and oatmeal cream pies oh my gosh oatmeal cream pies they, <laughs> the cream squishes out you know he still licked the uh packaging though <laughs> i can see you that you gotta get all that gotta get all that cream yes well since we're talking about Those- food are there any really cool restaurants that you really recommend that families visit Oh my gosh. So Disney is just as much about the rides as they are the dining experiences. And it truly is 
an experience. They've got drive-in movie theaters. Oh, they yeah. have safaris. They have dinosaurs. Oh, you can eat in space. Did you know that? Yep. You can go to outer space. You can go to Germany and watch, you know, musicians in Germany and dancing. You can do shrink to the size of a toy and eat lunch out of a lunchbox. Um, you can do all kinds of stuff. Go back in time to the 1950s. It's insane. You can eat, eat food with zebras. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. And there are hundreds of restaurants. I've eaten at all of them, every single one. So our agents, we're trained. We know all about these restaurants and what's good for kids, what's not, maybe not as good for kids, you know, kids meals, adult meals, what's available, date night. Um, are you looking for a character meal? Are you looking for really awesome food? Are You, you could dine in uh, Beast's Castle in the West Wing and see the magical rose petals fall off the enchanted rose. Oh, and when you sit down in your chair, say hello, because it's probably an enchanted cast member that was turned into a chair. <laughs> possibly, yeah. possibly. Say hello, Stuart. How are you? <laughs> so I'm going to put you on the spot, Nikki. Which yeah. restaurant is your favorite? Oh, my goodness. Okay. It depends on why I'm going and who I'm going with. Um, if it was like a date night for me and my husband, our go-to is Topolino's, which is over at the new resort, um, Disney's Riviera resort. It's up on the top level and it has amazing views over to Epcot and the Skyliner and everything. It's beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. My second, which isn't open quite yet, uh, would be Jico's. And maybe by the time that this goes live, then it will be open. But Jico's is over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. The food is incredible and it's not things that you would normally get, but they're still, I would still call them like comfort foods, but they have like an African air to them. Uh, absolutely amazing and phenomenal. Those would be my top two uh, restaurants personally for like families that want to do a character meal. I would probably choose Topolino's again, actually for breakfast, because at breakfast they have characters there, Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, and Donald, and they're dressed in their French Riviera outfits. And they come around and they sing and they dance. And that is probably the best character meal anywhere on property would be Topolino's and it's just for breakfast. So I'd probably spend breakfast and dinner there, lunch too, if they served it, but they don't. I would be all day at, at Topolino's, I think. Hey, I like to be our guest at the Magic Kingdom and being able to eat dinner in the West Wing where the beast lives. That <laughs> is great. We do, oh, I yes. love that. Yeah, always. If you don't have kids that scare easily, because it can be a little bit intimidating, but as long as your kids are cool with it, um, ask the hostess and, and say, hey, if you don't mind, we'd like to wait for a table in the West Wing. And if they can accommodate that, they will. And they'll seat you in the West Wing and you'll be able to see the lightning strike. And when the lightning strikes, there's some magic that happens. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Yeah, cool. no, it's, it's one of my favorites. Oh, you know, also, I like sci-fi drive-in. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's great because it's a throwback to the 50s. And you're sitting in cars watching film clips of old movies. I think I mentioned this to you last time. You did. Where, where they have the uh, clips of these old sci-fi movies and me and the grandkids have gone through all those movies and, and watched them all and <laughs> making memories do, doing that. How about uh, Mama Melrose? Oh, yes. they have over there? Oh, oh, the steak with mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, if I... Let's say I had a client and the husband was like, man, I just want to get a good steak at Disney World. Where can I go? I can rattle off five or six different places that have amazing steaks and Mama Melrose would be one of them for sure. 
um, or say the wife wanted, you know, Hey, what are the best burgers on property? I'm feeling like burgers. Boom, 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 boom. I can rattle off a whole bunch of them. But yes, mama Melrose is, is awesome. And they have amazing portion sizes. So what we do is for the kids, we'd order spaghetti and then they share it. Um, yeah. Mama Melrose is great. And the service there has always been fantastic. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. That was very good. Hey, how about the, uh, the boathouse? Oh Springs. yes, the oh, boathouse brunch the, uh, at the boathouse. Yeah. Oh, oh, and they do their yes. special brunch. Oh my goodness! And it's on the water. And they had the amphiba cars where you can actually go inside of one of the old cars and go out and, on the water. And drive on the water. And drive on the water. Yes, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> on the water, and you're on. You're in the back seat there, and they're they're grabbing you all around the all around the uh, the, the lake lagoon. There. Yeah. Oh man, that is really awesome. That's a memory. That yeah, that is. How to get those things to float? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but as you can see we're very passionate about food I think, <laughs> for some reason we love yeah food. <laughs> or, or another and you throw in a lot of sugar and stuff and icing and it's even better and there are vegetarian restaurants as well uh so so i so we heard, hear i've never <laughs> yeah <laughs> There, there are, Disney is really good at having a variety of options. So you'll find that on every menu, there's going to be a seafood option, like a fish, a lighter option. And then there will be also a vegetarian option as well. And like I said, they can modify your entree depending on, on your medical needs, health needs, preferences. I've noticed that a lot of the quick serve places they have now, mm-hmm. now they're all offering the, the veggie burgers. Yes. Like a meat free. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, that's newer. Isn't yeah. It? The impossible, they have a contract with the impossible company. I forget that makes the burgers and things like that. Um, so yeah, they do offer that, especially at the festivals. They usually have a whole booth at Epcot during the festivals. That's just the impossible. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, oh, okay. The all food, food and wine. Yeah. Oh, that's not spring break. We're no, it's about. not. But spring break is going to be the Flower and Garden Festival. Ooh, they have booths there too, right? Yes. During oh, yes. spring break. Yeah. Yeah. The Flower and Garden Festival is pretty amazing. Over at Epcot. At Epcot. World Showcase. It's included in the price of admission. They have all kinds of food booths around the World Showcase. They have vendors. They have crafts. Um, they have a butterfly house, which oh, is super cool. Yeah. Super cool. And you can walk through and see the butterflies and different stages of development and then there's a whole bunch flying around you they land on you you have a little scavenger hunt so you can check off and find different species the kids just have so much fun and they don't realize that they're learning at the same time oh that's exciting i think one of the saddest things is when you go to disney or any other theme park is to see children who are crying and parents who are just at their wits end with Mm. these children so what are some tips you can give us about having fun at Disney without the tears. What, what's really important? <laughs> Ignore them. <laughs> give them to their parents. Yeah, give them to the parents. Say. Take Grammy. Give them a cupcake. Then go out. <laughs> give them a cupcake. Oh yeah, they always stop. Give Grampy a cupcake. He'll stop. <laughs> I, I get hangry sometimes. Hangry. Hangry. Yes, he does. I don't want to eat. So let's stop to eat. It's bit, we've gone 10 feet and we haven't gotten something else to eat. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> seriously. I mean, we can't go very far. <laughs> no, but that's true. Um, a lot of families. I even when I walk around, I'll see you know these families there, and they're having a, a tough time. And most of that could have been prevented um, by being prepared. I do have a, a couple of tips for that. Um, of course, first booking with an experienced travel agent who eats, sleeps, and breathes Disney, not just a regular travel agent, but one of us. Um, even if it's not us, but 
we'd love it to be us. And we can walk you through so that you're prepared for these things. You've got exactly what you need. We've built in times to rest. You know what to expect. And we can work together because while every family is different, we know Disney best and you know your family and your children best and what they need. So us working together, we can match your expectations to the reality of what it's going to be like going to Walt Disney World and walking 26,000 steps per day and, you know, having the sugar and being up past bedtime and all of that. What we advise our clients is first thing, don't overplan. Number one, stay flexible and slow down. It's not about how much you can get done that makes a successful trip to Disney. It's about the overall feeling, the overall magic, the overall experience. So whether that's doing, you know, 10 rides and having a lot of fun and laughing, or it's doing 30 rides and being miserable and your feet hurt, you know, it's, it's different for everybody. So stay flexible, slow down. Don't miss out on, on the magic all around you. And especially with the little guys, like they don't know what they're missing out on. They don't know that there's 37 attractions here and they only got to do 12 of them. They just are excited to be there. So if you're on your way, walk into the next ride and they see a puddle on the floor, let them splash in the puddle. Let them, you know, talk with the princess that just, just walked by let them look at the balloons or play in the store, whatever it is. It's not about go, 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 go to the next. Um, So we like to make sure that that flexibility is built into the custom itinerary for our clients. And they even have little play areas for the kids. So parents can sit down and relax for a few minutes and the kids can go and Exactly. Exactly. So when we're building that itinerary, we also will throw in those little notes. So, you know, um, let's say Space Mountain, you guys, the big guys are going on Space Mountain with dad we give mom a couple ideas of what she can do while the big guys are on the big rides, her and the little ones can do something else, whether it's a nearby playground or maybe a little shop, or maybe can grab ice cream or a little treat into the itinerary too. And that way she's not just sitting there trying to entertain a kid, you know, in a stroller waiting, waiting, waiting for dad. I recommend the, uh, what's it called? Kitchen sink. Uh, yeah. Ice cream place. At Edie's. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Or is it Mickey's pants? What is it called? Yeah. It's I a forget. kitchen sink, but it's, it's a small kitchen sink. Small, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not the sink. big kitchen sink. This is like a personal. Personal kitchen, kitchen sink. sink. Yeah, a bathroom has, sink. Yeah. It has what? A few scoops of ice. Only a few scoops It's of a ice bowl cream. that looks like a kitchen sink, but also in the shape of Mickey's shorts. Yes. And that <laughs> grampy has to get it every time. It comes with two scoops of ice cream, whipped cream, cherry sprinkles. Yeah. And we have a whole collection of those <laughs> Mickey pants. Yes. In our pantry. Those yes. Bowls, yeah. And and that's that's important. It's important to have snacks on hand because like Grampy said, sometimes the kids or Grampy or dads get hangry. Um, and that can shorten fuses. And so we always recommend to have a few of their favorite snacks on hand. Um, and then we also map out some things too for them and say, you know, if you guys ever want a pretzel, check out this area. If you want ice cream, this is the best place. So they can get an idea of what's available to them and using the app, we train them to use the app because there's so much good information on the, my Disney experience app. And, to that's, use. and that's how you order most of your fast. Yeah. That's how you quick order service quick service now is yeah. through the app. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were there, me and Grammy we were there a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and we were good. We, we forgot to order something. We wanted to order something else. like a you know, third ice cream. Yeah. And we're going to pay cash just here. And said, no, no, you have to, unfortunately you have to use the app. Right. We don't have any way to, to, to do it anymore. Yeah. It's all, it's all been, uh, been shifted now. Yep. So everybody has to know that. Yes. And that way you're not frustrated. Well, I only brought cash. Well, I, you know, didn't bring a battery for my phone or whatever it is you're prepared. The other thing I would say really important is a stroller. You might think (laughs) your 
six-year-old is big enough to walk around, but nope, 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 nope. Bring that stroller, rent a stroller, borrow a stroller, but have a stroller available to make the kids last longer. And even just to carry all your stuff. Yes, all the stuff. You don't want to carry that heavy backpack everywhere you go. Sometimes we'll just bring a stroller just to carry our things and in our water and it's not even for the little guys so definitely bring that stroller but one of those kids usually ends up taking a little nap in there yep yep that was actually going to be my question to you is what about stroller rentals and scooters and wheelchairs and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing yeah it's better to have them yeah uh, the uh the the rent the wheelchairs there we bring them for Mm -hmm. for our moms and dads my mommy and daddy is still remember around. grandpa b didn't want to have oh that, that, that's right <laughs> he my, didn't want to bother us with my wife's dad didn't want to you know didn't want to bother us pushing him around in a wheelchair so i would always get one for myself <laughs> and then uh oh maybe an hour into the day uh i'll go ahead and sit down there since no one's sitting there <laughs> <laughs> and then papa would be in the chair all day yeah all day long. <laughs> the last time i was at disney i had broken my foot And I knew going in that I needed to rent a wheelchair. So Mm -hmm. I did. So my son got the privilege of pushing me around all day. (laughs) And uh, and Disney had just redid their strollers. They did. They look pretty cool now. Yeah. They're still hard plastic, but you you also can go out and rent them. What's what's the big one out here? Kingdom Kingdom Strollers Strollers is big. Kingdom Strollers is really big. Tell them favorite grampy sent you. (laughs) Uh, We got a deal going on. It just, it, it depends. There, there are pluses and minuses to renting from Disney and renting third party um, or bringing your own. So we work those pluses and minuses, pros and cons with our clients to see what's best. Like, like for your case, wheelchair, even you had your broken foot, you rent from the parks. Well, at the end of the day, you have to leave it there. And now you have to walk on your broken foot back to the hotel or to the bus stop right. or that kind of thing. Um, whereas if you rented one, from a third party, you could have it all the way back to your hotel room. So there's pluses and minuses and benefits to each. And and we like to weigh those for our clients so that they have the best experience possible. Let's go back to uh, what you were saying at the beginning about the, the genie lanes. And you mentioned something else. Tell us more about those. Yeah. So it's genie, genie plus and lightning lanes. Um, and this is their new ride front of the line kind of pass system. Genie is a new section of the My Disney Experience app that provides you with suggestions based on the information you put into it. So it'll ask you some questions like what characters you like and um, if you have any dining reservations and different things like that. And it will scramble it all up and spit out some suggestions for you for the day. Honestly, not always the best suggestions we've come to find. You know, some of the suggestions might be on the opposite side of the park. So oftentimes we don't advise our clients to particularly use those or take them with a grain of salt. But it still is brand new. But it's they're brand still, new they're and they're working on it. So it could definitely improve. But it's only been out, what, two months? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yep, it's very, very new. But, and that's free for everybody. Then the next step is Genie Plus. And this is the paid line pass system. So for $15 plus tips, plus tips, plus, <laughs> tips. Tip. <laughs> plus tax, <laughs> per person per day. I bet you can slip somebody five bucks and get in the front of the line. Maybe. <laughs> no. You can uh, your ride reservations. So you can do that. And there's different benefits depending on if you are staying on property or off property. More on property, right? Yes. If you stay on property, you get to do it sooner. If you add it to a vacation package, 
you're, it's all purchased and all done with, which is really flexible and, and awesome. And to not have to think about it every morning and repurchase it every single morning of your trip. And then the third level is lightning lanes. And these are individualized paid lightning lanes. So they're for specific attractions. So in each of the four theme parks, there are two attractions in each one, the most popular attractions in each one that are not included in that $15 Genie Plus package. And these ones, you can either go in the standby line or you can pay X amount of dollars to get to go through the fast line. It could be anywhere from $7 per person up to, I believe, $15 is the current depending max. Depending on how busy it is. Yes, it's so on a sliding scale. Yeah, depending on, on the day. So I don't believe it changes within a given day, but it does change day to day. And so on spring break, which we're talking about today, it's going to be on the higher end, closer to the $15, $15 per person per day. So some of those attractions might be like the new new Star Wars attraction, Rise of the Resistance, or um, over at Epcot, you've got Remy, the new Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. So those ones are going to be the pay to play or just do the standby line if, if you don't want to do that. Yeah, so. I know a few years ago, there was a policy that if you had a child with a disability, you could go to the front of the line. And then that seemed to be abused by some families and they stopped that. Mm-hmm. What's the current situation if you if you do have a child with a disability, either in the chair or they're you know on the autism spectrum and they can't wait very long? Mm-hmm. Does Disney have a new policy for that? Yeah. So a few years ago, right before COVID, they did update that um, to be more fair to everybody all around. First, so what it's called, it's called the DAS Pass, D-A-S Pass, DAS Pass. And you would get that from guest services um, either the day of when you enter the park, or you can actually book an appointment to have that meeting online ahead of time to so have it done before you even get to the park and you can pre-schedule your first couple of attractions. You still wait, you know, if let's say the line is 40 minutes for Space Mountain, you're still going to wait the 40 minutes, but you're not going to do it in a traditional line. You're able to do it where your little one or you would be comfortable. Maybe you need to be near a restroom. Maybe you need to be in a quiet space. Maybe you need to be, you know, in the open air because you can't do closed confined areas. You know, whatever it is that helps you be more comfortable, um, it's there, but you're still waiting the same amount of time as if you were in the physical um, queue for that attraction. So it's fair all the way around. Um, you can even be doing a different attraction if you want to, maybe that doesn't have a weight. So, you know, if you have a little, I have no idea that they're actually in a virtual queue for, for space mountain while they're riding Winnie the Pooh. Now you had mentioned being in a wheelchair. DAS is not for mobility issues because the majority of the attractions, you can be in a wheelchair and go through the normal queue. So if you were to break your foot or something like that, um, they would just offer you to rent a wheelchair and you'd go through the regular lines. There are some exceptions of some of the very older tracks that are not ADA friendly, where they would bring you in through a back entrance, like at um, Haunted Mansion, for example. You, you could go through the servants' quarters and see We've behind the scenes a little that. bit. That's, that's cool yeah. We, Actually, that happened to us when, when yeah. we were there. We went in the back way. Yeah. So, so that'll happen in a couple of attractions. But overall, if you mention that it's a mobility issue, they're going to say, nope, sorry, but you can rent a wheelchair. And they'll let you take that wheelchair all the way through up into the, to the front of the ride. And then they'll have the wheelchair ready for you when you get off the ride. 
So yeah, so it's it's a pretty cool program. Um, it's helped lots of families. And now that you can do it online ahead of time, it's wonderful to not have to get into the park and then stand in the line just to not have to see it in the line later. Yeah. So it's, it's really great that they've been able to do that. And they're still working out some of the kinks there where the online functions, um, just, there was a long wait for a while in the beginning, but, um, they've got it into a good streamlined process now. And, and, uh, we highly recommend it for our clients and we help them set up that appointment so that they can speak with that cast member. So what are the new adventures? Oh, oh my gosh. There's so many cool, cool things. Um, depending on when you were last there, um, Pandora, you know, if you watch the Avatar movie, Pandora is now at uh, Animal Kingdom and there are two new attractions. Flight of Passage is my absolute favorite, favorite ride of any theme park in the whole world. So you don't want to miss that. You get, sure. to ride a, you get to ride a banshee. Yeah. yeah, it is so cool. You can actually feel them breathing underneath you. Because you, Yeah, you, you, you kind of have to hop on them and then, uh, then you take off. <laughs> And you fly. You fly. Oh, and it smells so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The best smells in the world. Oh, my goodness. Off, off world. Off world. Sorry. Off, world off planet. Off planet. Yes. Off planet. Yes. Because it's, it's a whole different planet. Yep. Now, with that's probably, and, and oh, and then at night, all the plants and everything light up and they glow in the dark, the bioluminescent. Um, yeah. I wonder plants. how you got those to do that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's real. So it is real. I totally. Think it's real. Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> that's probably the best. Uh, my favorite right now. Each of the parks has something called a beacon light. Um, and it's a big ball at Hollywood Studios. It's Tower of Terror. And they all light and do different things at night, which is pretty cool. And it goes over and over multiple shows per night, usually every 15, 20 minutes. So at any time when you're leaving, you're bound to catch one of those little quick five minute shows. That's pretty cool. And I hope they keep that because that's pretty awesome. I love it. That, the Rise of the Resistance is one of my favorites because it's Star Wars. Yes. Uh, it has been around for a couple of years, but you know, people it's haven't been, been there. Yeah. You know, been closed. So some, a lot of people haven't, haven't written it yet. Yeah. But no, that is awesome. You, 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 you're, you feel like you're, you're in Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars galaxy at galaxy's edge is a new land. That's at Hollywood studios. Um, yeah. You, you go to Batu, right? Batuu, Another yes. off planet. This off, you're off planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's two attractions there. You can fly the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I piloted it before, which is really, And we really crashed. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the different story. Uh, but no, they, ha- they actually have actually the real one, Millennium Falcon there. Yes, it's, they it's, do. It's, 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 yeah, and you can take that up and, and, and go on a, on a mission. Yeah. To just be careful. Don't, and it's, don't crash. It's so interactive, too. Like Every inch of that area is completely themed from the lights to the floors to the plants. And they even have a portion of the app, the Play Disney app, um, where you can interact with different things around the area, like uh, decode messages on the walls. And you can check and see what's inside different cargo boxes and, and find the lost or stolen cargo and return it back to the good guys. Or maybe you're going to work for the bad guys. I don't know. You get to choose what you want to be. If you want to uh, be a rebel or... What, are the rebels the good guys or the bad guys? It I depends. don't know. It depends. It depends what side. It depends. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. oh, and you can make your own lightsaber too. Yep. And droids. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's insane. If you're a Star Wars fan and you have not been yet, you've got to get there. And even if, you know, you're a casual Star Wars fan, just, you know, like I am, um, it's still pretty awesome. Oh, Hey, how about if you want to take a, uh, space cruise? Ooh, yeah. The new hotel, uh, Star Wars, uh, Halcyon. It's the, um, for ultimate, ultimate Star Wars fans. 
actually the Spurs Hotel. That's it is a cruiser. Cruiser. Yeah. So you get there, they take you up in a shuttle mm-hmm. cruiser, and uh, you spend a few days up there mm-hmm. trolling the galaxy, and you do get to stop <laughs> at Batu. You know, to do some shopping at Patu. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, get back on. Refuel. When they get back on, you come back, come back, come back to Earth. But it's, it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic, phenomenal yeah, and you, adventure. Talk about themed. It's it's, it's like a cruise in space. Oh, and you do some uh, some uh, lightsaber training, too. Yep, lightsaber training. Yeah. I guess that's after you get your lightsaber at Batu. You come oh back and, 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 and <laughs> you use your lightsaber. If you get that training, you cut off, cut off a hand or something if you're not careful. But everybody's in, in costumes. So you can cosplay. Like, it's just it's just the ultimate. The actual ultimate. Uh, and I, I can wear my uh, Jedi outfit, right? Yes. Okay, I have a Jedi outfit. <laughs> Any excuse for him to wear it, he will. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Wedding, bat mitzvah. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. There's a lot. And like I said, Remy's uh, Ratatouille Adventure is the most recent attraction. And that's over at Epcot. It's based off of the movie. Um, and you shrink down to the size of a little little rat. And uh, you get chased out of the kitchen. And it's pretty cool. There's a lot of 4D effects. There's fire, 3D glasses all kinds of stuff that one's pretty awesome and that's in the france pavilion at world showcase at epcot uh the france pavilion also has food pastries <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you have to go to pastry pastry is awesome oh and the ice cream I next can't door walk by that thing and not get something oh, oh the ice cream yeah. yes ice cream martinis oh yes yep 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 that that's sounds yummy there. Yeah, you pick your ice cream flavor, put it in a mar- uh, martini glass, and then they put your choice of li- liqueur on top, like Grand Marnier or whatever it is that you like. And oh my goodness, it's so good. Oh, and we, before we mentioned the uh, where you can eat in outer space, it, at, at Epcot, they have Space 220. 220. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a restaurant that or actually orbits the Earth. Brand new open this year. Yeah. Well, I guess a couple months ago. Couple Last months. year, technically. Yeah. And uh, what you do is you go, you take, uh, they have a space elevator from Epcot up to orbit. So you uh, go into the space elevator. It takes you up to the restaurant that just stays in stationary orbit uh, around the earth. And you have, you can have lunch and dinner there. Mm-hmm. It is or just really go to the bar. Good. Or just go to the bar there. And it has these big windows. So you can watch it, people working out in space and the ships flying around out there. Also, uh, there are some signs to be careful because sometimes they grab the, the gravity <laughs> stuff. <laughs> does disengage so things sometimes do float yes so you know the signs are very interesting yeah. in the bathroom yeah so, so so watch out for your you know your, your little ones it might, might float away your cupcakes or something but other than that it is it is really an awesome experience you you're you're really in space yeah yeah you really, really totally in space. and then when you finish you fin- finish your dinner then you can take the elevator back down and, and get back to epcot so it's, it's it is pretty cool that sounds like a must-do yes, activity. Yes, you got to do at least once. But that's what we're saying. Like, if if someone goes and just packs peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every single day, you miss out on so much of what Disney is. I didn't realize that Disney's dining experiences were as fun as the rides themselves. Oh, oh yeah, no, they're they're definitely experiences. And I know this this next question is it's extremely personal. But are there any activities that you just think families that that are overrated that you would recommend families just kind of avoid? I don't know about overrated, but I can tell you my least favorite attraction. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And that would be just outside of Space 220. There is an attraction called Mission Space. And this attraction is basically 
they put you in like in this MRI and they spin you really fast. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the centrifuge. <laughs> it's green, it's orange. They have a light side and a yeah. dark side. <laughs> they, they have a slow side and a fast side and neither one, neither one is very pleasant for me. Um, so that is the only attraction I won't do. Okay, now me and Grammy did it when it first opened up. I did too. Now, oh, you did too? Yeah, my honeymoon when, I did. 2005. Uh, now, Nikki said right now they have a green and orange. A green is slower and it's a little faster. Then centrifuge is a little faster on the orange side. However, the orange is slow compared to what it was when it first opened. Oh my gosh. It was the vomit comet. Let me tell oh you. Oh, we Talk went about on memories it. that you don't want to have. Oh my gosh. They, they had to slow it down because people were kind of not liking it. Yes. Too much, <laughs> too much cleanup yeah. on aisle five. Now, I gotta say, I'm glad <laughs> I did that one time and it was pretty cool until you got off and oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. I don't get on it anymore because I don't trust it. <laughs> Yeah, that that would definitely be my, but my the, one. But the kids like it. Oh my gosh, they love it. And now Ben's old enough to to ride on the green side. Um, and he absolutely loves it. The, the big guys love it and they take him on there and they can't wait till he's big enough for the orange side because that's the side they really like. And they're still young. They don't know any better yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, spend your time uh, next door at the uh, uh, World of Motion. Uh, no, Test Track. Test Track. Uh, they changed the name two years ago. Yes. Like two decades ago. Two decades <laughs> <laughs> at MGM. I get yeah. things to test track. That's really cool. So if you have really little guys that can't ride the um, test track or mission space, if you go in through the exit of mission space, there's actually a crawling playground, a crawling space playground that you can go in and play on. So just kind of like at Chuck E. Cheese, you know, they have the, the mesh climbing playground. They have that and it's indoors, which means they're, they're conditioning. conditioning yeah. <laughs> that's where we'll usually tell them that we're sitting and resting. Um, there's also video games in there. Um, so Grampy plays the video games and Ben used to go up in the crawly spaces and we'd all, we'd all ride. So no, that's, that's a little secret that you don't know. And if it's raining, that's a great place to go and wait out the rain. Yeah. Cause the rain will be gone in about half an hour. Right. And it rains every day. Yeah. Every single day. Yep. For an hour between four and five. Right. <laughs> My daughter graduated from Florida State at Tallahassee, and you could almost set your watch at four o'clock. It was going to rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we carry ponchos and umbrellas every time we go. And we came on the stroller, whether we use a stroller or not for children. Right. It's, it's, it's an umbrella holder, poncho holder, water bottle holder, backpack holder, all our snack holder and many souvenirs we may buy. Holder. Right. So what are some other fun facts about Disney that you can share with us, the insiders? Ooh, well, hmm. Again, insiders give away our secrets. Mm-hmm, that's a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. And we, ruined, we ruined it for us. I, I like them. I think we should give them more. Okay. Just give them a, a little bit. <laughs> well, um, I would say the first thing is that many of our clients that come to us quickly realize that they didn't understand how large Walt Disney World is. Maybe they, they've done, um, you know, Kings Dominion, they've done even Bush Disneyland, Gardens. Bush Gardens, that kind of thing. Uh, Disneyland, um, I think, fits in like the parking lot. Or something. Yes. So all of Disneyland theme parks can actually fit into the Magic Kingdom parking lot and still have 500 parking spaces left over. 
So we're talking about a huge, huge world. It's got four theme parks, two water parks, a shopping area. It has its own fire station, police station, <laughs> has everything, water, it's treatment it's plant, it's government. solar, whatever. Yeah, it has its own mayor and everything. Um, it's the size of two Manhattans. It's, it's huge. 70,000 cast members work there. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that. So when they, oh, I'm just going to go pop in for a day or two, they don't realize what they're missing. So when people ask, oh, how long should we go for? What's the best amount of time? We say a week, at least a at week. Least a, yeah. yeah. And you could be there for two weeks and still not do everything, but we like to do a week. We like to recommend at least two days at Magic Kingdom, a day at Epcot, day at Animal Kingdom, day at Hollywood Studios, maybe a rest day in between but definitely a week. And that's not even touching the water parks, Disney Springs, mini golf, all uh, and, kinds and of things. Like to just hit the hotels. and Yeah, especially the holidays. Yeah. They're decorated for Christmas. It's great. They got um, Fort Wilderness. You can learn archery. You can ride horses, all kinds of stuff. You I can remember, even camp. I, you know, I remember one time we were uh, we went to the Polynesian, I think for dinner or something. And we walked around the outside and they were having some kind of little bear or something. It was during Halloween time. Yes, Halloween like night. Yep. They had a, like a boobash kind of party. Um, and they had crafts. They had a big tub of wet spaghetti and you could bury your hand in it trying to pull out eyeballs and guts and things. That was kind of cool. You could wrap each other up in toilet paper and with their money, <laughs> mummy. <laughs> but normally during the normal season, they've got, you know, hula hoop dancing and they have movies out on the lawn. They've got all kinds of stuff like that. And that they do with kids over at Riviera. Remember they had the billiards, the blow up billiards kick table. So it's like soccer meets billiards. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 I remember. But it's in a blow up bounce house. <laughs> it was really cool. The kids had a lot of fun. Yeah. There's oh, a lot of things to do. Bring good shoes. Yes. Don't, don't, bring, don't bring new shoes. Don't bring new shoes. No, bring, no. bring shoes that are broken in, but good shoes. Yeah. You definitely want to break in your shoes. Maybe start a couple months before and, and do some training. Not everybody can just start out doing 20, 30,000 steps for seven days straight. We usually recommend, you know, families go out after dinner, do some walking after dinner in their neighborhood, get ready for, for walking this long. Cause it, it is a lot. Uh, just walking around world showcase a little over a mile, 1.1 1. 1 mile yeah. around world showcase. And you still have to get there from the parking lot through another mile, through another the, mile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. There, there's, there's a lot of walking, but there's a lot of things to do in between that walking. Yeah. And it's fun. So it doesn't feel like you're walking that far until you see your step count at the end of the day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And hold your sunglasses. Did you know that like they lose over 200 pairs of sunglasses a day? <laughs> I, parks? I did hear something about yeah. that. <laughs> it's crazy. I couldn't imagine. Like, I'm, I'm sure probably about a hundred of those are ours, but um, <laughs> Yeah. I'm still looking for my hat. Yeah. I think it was like 300 hats a day. Yeah. It was, it was even more hats. Oh, the Walt Disney World Railroad. You know, Walt loved his, his trains. The railroad that goes around Walt Disney World or Magic Kingdom, I should say. It's actually a real refurbished train from 1910. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I know that. pretty cool. Yeah. I can't wait for it to reopen. It's been shut down for a bit while they're working on Tron. It's a new roller coaster coming to Magic Kingdom. But yeah, I can't wait for it to come back because that was always fun. I love sitting on the train and going all the way around. Ben hasn't even done it yet because it's been closed his whole life. That's, a, that's pretty cool. And if anybody likes railroads, they also do a behind the scenes tour of the railroad um, in Walt at the Magic Kingdom when it comes back up again. And that was a pretty cool one, especially if you're a fan and want to know the history behind it all. Hey, uh, what about the, uh, what's it called? The one that you go underground, hmm. the tours key? Oh, keys to the kingdom tour. Yeah. That is, yeah. that is good. If you really want to learn the secrets and fun facts about Disney, 
Keys to the Kingdom tour is the number one tour to do. It's a pretty long tour. It's a walking tour, but they'll take you underground because Magic Kingdom is actually on the second floor. Um, on the first floor are all the tunnels and utilidors is what they call them. And that's how the cast members magically get from one place to the other. And you'll never see a cast member in Frontierland clothing walking through Tomorrowland because that would just totally ruin it, ruin it right? Ruin the magic. So um, they take you behind the scenes there. You get to see where they store the parades where they store the Christmas decorations, how they do that. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. And all the little details, like every single name on the windows down main street are there for a purpose and has a story. And they'll go over some of those pop, more popular ones, point out some really good hidden Mickey's. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's def- definitely worth it. Now, of course, you go behind the magic and you see the magic and how the magic's done. So you have to, you know, be ready. Be, be ready for that. Can you handle that? <laughs> you know, I, I had to think about it for a while. You know, can I do that? Uh, we did. It. Yeah. <laughs> we I, I think that would and be much, fun. Oh, it, it, it really is. I think it's, it's perfect really for, for the couple that has gone two or three times and is just looking for something a little bit different for like their second Magic Kingdom day because it adds another layer to the magic and you realize and appreciate it even more. What about the, oh, the VIP tours? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. We love getting VIP tours for our clients. Disney knows how to treat our VIPs right for sure. And um, you'll get a cast member, uh, a big ads, they're your tour guides. It's a minimum of seven hours when you hire them and they will take you all around the parks and do whatever it is you want to do. And they will zip you there so fast behind secret passages and doors and oh, yeah. private SUVs. And you'll be at Thunder Mountain one minute and six and a half minutes later, you'll be in Germany and Epcot. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's cool. It's super, And they take you cool. to the front of the line. Front of the line. Yeah. Oh, wow. The ultimate, the (laughs) ultimate. We have some clients that do it every single day of their trip. There's just no way around it. That's the only way to fly once you, once you do it. Um, It's what the stars do when they come. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last time we went on it, that one singer dude, uh, I forget what his name is. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's very popular. A singer, popular dude. Yeah. He was there with us the same time and, you know, we're both doing VIP tours. Uh, yeah, he was, he's very popular. You know, his name and I would know it too, if I heard it. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Yes. That's it. That's it was. Yes. He, he was here. He it was, was him. Uh, yes, VIP was tour with us. Not yeah. with us, but he had, he had next his own. to us. It's our oh, friend. Doing his own. He's our friend. So we kind of hang together, you know, same me, level. me and Justin. Yeah. We're at the same level. <laughs> Round level. Well, this has been an exciting interview. I am so glad that you joined us again, Nanny, and that you brought your daughter. This has been fun. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, no, thank you very much for inviting us back, even after the last time I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to leave without giving people a direction on how to find you online. So give us your websites again and the best way to contact you. You go, Nicole. Okay, so we are favoritegrampytravels.com. And you can also find us on Facebook at Favorite Grampy Travels. And we do have a Disney Facebook group. I think we have about 30,000 members right now. So join us at Disney Friends and Family Tips and Tricks. If you want to get some giveaways, news reviews, food reviews, all kinds of tips and tricks. And we announce discounts and you know, restaurant reopenings, all kinds of stuff. So definitely check us out there. And if you just have questions. Yeah, if you have questions too, feel free to reach out there. Or if you want to email, um, you can email us at concierge 
at favoritegrampytravels.com. You can find me at favoritegrampy.com, on Instagram at favoritegrampy, on Facebook at favoritegrampy, on Twitter at favoritegrampy, <laughs> pretty much anywhere. Just Google favoritegrampy and you'll find me. And also check out my, my, my book, 100 Things I Love About Grandpa. You can find it, of course, at Amazon. Uh, just just Google, favorite grandpa, and you'll find me. <laughs> now, we had said we were going to give away one of your books. Sure. Let's do it. Absolutely. All right. I had been uh, telling people for a while that I was going to select the name randomly from someone who has signed up for my newsletter. I have put all of them in numerical order, and I'm going to have you pick a number between 100 and 750. Pick a number. Uh, okay. My favorite number <laughs> is 473. 473. Okay. Hang Why? On. Why is that your favorite number? Don't know. I just thought of it. It's <laughs> my favorite right now. <laughs> and the winner is Tracy Johnson. Tracy. Yay. Yay. Tracy. See, you'll get into one of my books right away. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the Adventures with Grammy podcast. You will find the links to our guests and the topics we discussed in this episode's show notes. If you would like to be a guest or if you know someone who would be an awesome guest, please connect with me at carolyn at adventureswithgrammy.com.